Everybody has a podcast. Podcast.
Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. Everybody has a podcast, podcast, vintage video game edition, Thursday night. Everyone, hope you're doing well. I am. Except for the fact, I know I'm going to keep you updated on my Dreamcast, Dream Pie, trying to get online with this shit that's fucking up adventure. So, like I said, my adapter came in. Uh, Turns out, I gotta use a Dreamcast web browser, so... Web browser, Planet Web, Dream Key 3.0, XDP browser. Or, an NTSC-U copy of Quake 3 Arena. So, I don't have that. But, um, I thought I would let y'all know how that's going. So, who the hell knows about this shit? You know? I was hoping to get online with it, but it's a looking like a not. Well, at least not right now. I'm just going to put it on hold. I'm still going to fuck with it. But at this point, it's uh, starting to piss me off. So I'm not going to promise anything. I'm still getting in on it. I'm still going to try to get uh, get online at some fucking point. But it's just, it's it's uh, it's fighting with me. So I'll keep y'all updated. And, uh. We'll keep on keeping on with that part of it. So, hope you guys are doing well on this Thursday night. I'm a little bit tired. I guess you could say I'm ready for the weekend. Just got done playing some 2K2 on my Dreamcast GDMU. It was fun. I decided to be the NFL All-Pros against the Saints. I had it on pro mode. And I beat the Saints 24-3. This team had old Aaron Brooks on there. Oh, of course, 2K2. I mean, shit. We know. I said my old school shit. So, yeah. It is what it is. But we're going to do a review tonight. And you know what? I'm not going to tell you what it is until we get done with the retro gaming news oh yeah which lucy b is gonna be on here actually let's go ahead and get lucy b on Got some sad news. 
Sir Clive Sinclair, pioneer of home computing, died back on the 17th at 81. Though the computer world mourns the death of Sir Cy, or Sir Clive Sinclair, is his name. I never heard of that guy. You never heard of Sir, Sir Clive Sinclair, pioneer and inventor of the CX computers? No. Oh, me neither. Anyway, this dude died back in uh, oh, back on the seventeenth. Sir Clive Sinclair, as I said earlier, pioneer and inventor of the ZX computers, and helped popularize the use of technology back in the beginning of the nineteen eighties. Passed away in the UK. Well, it says it says on the sixteenth of September. That was a Thursday at the age of 81 years old. So, now, this this gentleman founded Sinclair Radionics back in 1961. And by the next decade, he had the market. He had, in the market, the first slimline pocket calculator. But he was better known for his work on the home computer market of the early 80s, specifically with the creation of the ZX80, ZX81, which were way cheaper than their competitors and more accessible to the ordinary consumer, while the ZX Spectrum, released in 1982, was one of the first home consoles on the market. Throughout the next decades, he continued to support the creation of new technologies with his company and was even knighted by the Queen in 1983. His legacy and work have influenced technology that we take for granted every day. According to a report by The Guardian, he passed away peacefully at his home after a long time illness. Alright, well, rest in peace, Sir Clive. Yes, rest in peace, sir. I, I never heard of him, but I have heard of that computer, the ZX Spectrum. I've never played it myself. Uh, I'm, I'm Mr. ZX Spectrum, man. I'm more of a, an Atari guy. Atari 2600. Oh, yeah, I had a 2600. Yeah, me too, man. I'll be on that tennis, man, the tennis. Uh, I forget, there was one jungle game on there, and the boxing was kind of fun. Oh, yeah, the boxing, yeah, yeah. I don't know what fucking jungle game we're talking about. I can't remember the name of it, but it was pretty fun. Okay. Well, what's next? Um, Mick McGinty. Who is Mick McGinty? I don't know. Who is Mick McGinty? Illustrator of several of the iconic video game covers from the 90s passed away. Oh, what, it didn't, this just doesn't say when. It just, uh, I guess it was this past weekend. He worked on video game covers such as Street Fighter 2, Kid Chameleon, Zoo Tycoon, Streets of Rage, and much, much more. He also made some promo artwork for several of those games, as well as for companies like Adidas and McDonald's. Millions of fans that grew up with his illustrations mourn his death, as well as video game fans in general. I never heard of the guy. Me neither. I've definitely seen his artwork, though. 
Yeah, me too. Sad, sad weekend. Oh, well, rest in peace, Mick McGinty. He's a pretty good artist. Yeah, his, uh, I remember uh, Street Fighter 2. That was a cool game. Streets of Rage was kind of cool. I never, uh, I played it a few times. I wasn't too big into it, but uh, on the Sega Genesis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sega Genesis. I had one of those. Uh, what, I'm trying to think of uh, one of uh, my favorite games. So many. Oh, yeah, Genesis, man. Classic console shit. What else we got? A graded Sonic game for the Genesis. We're just talking about the Genesis. Isn't that a coinky dink? Yes, it is. Well, a graded Sonic game for the Genesis sells for $430,000. Damn. Oh, I know. This has got to be one of those goofy-ass things where it's not open or some shit. Let's see. So these graded games selling like this. So there's something odd going on with graded video game auctions. We've seen this. uh, We kind of talked about it on another podcast about manipulations and fake shit out there. But this is crazy shit. I guess it's uh, not a scam, though, they're saying. So let's go ahead and get into it. So we uh, saw the one about Super Mario. This one is the Sonic the Hedgehog. $430,000. That's an all-time record for any Genesis game. I had a grading of 9.4. It's done by Wada Games. Yeah, we talked about them maybe manipulating numbers and shit like that. But uh, it's a lot of money for a fucking game. Overbloated, they're saying that uh, these have been overinflated. I don't know, man. If some dumbass is willing to pay this for a fucking game, uh, hey, fuck it, man, get it. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I mean, it's something's only worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. So, hey, if you're willing to pay for it, somebody bought it. So, fuck it. Somebody got paid. Hey, hey. Oh, somebody got paid. Somebody got a check for a video game. So, nice. Who the hell, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say anything else except, uh, you know, I didn't find it. Somebody bought it sealed and just hang, hung, you know, hung on to it. I don't know. I kind of shit's weird, you know? It's an odd thing. Yeah, I don't know who would do that. Especially back in the day, Lance. That's something that you wouldn't think of. But maybe there's somebody who uh, bought some extra Sonic games and held on to them. Maybe they found it somewhere. I don't know. That's uh, that's a lot of money for a Sonic game. All right, that's boring. Now, a Japanese fan collects every Game Boy game in two years. How long would it take 
what would you say it would take to complete a collection of Game Boy games? Five years, ten years, a lifetime? Well, a Japanese fan was able to do it in about two years. Whoop-de-fucking-do. Shouta is what his name is. Spent the last two years of his life collecting every Japanese release Game Boy game. Started buying games. Uh, he only... One of the games he wanted to play, but then decided to keep on buying more and more of them until he completed his collection. He received help from the Twitter community, and uh, in just two years, he bought all of the games. 1,244 Japanese games for the Game Boy. That's 198 more games than the ones released in North America. So... He did, he did not mention how much money he spent, but uh, this guy is showing the pictures here, and that's a lot of games. He's got a little rack here with the shelving, and there's Game Boys up there. It's all, you know, organized. Hey, man, I guess whatever. People collect shit. People collect weirder shit than that, you know? That's true. People do collect some weird shit. Well, that's not really weird, I guess, now, nowadays. Not really, man. Yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say so. But, you know, all those games, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, at some point, uh, I mean, I guess he still plays them. I don't know. He's probably not getting no puss. Yeah, you're right about that. Well, let's see what else is going on. Uh, N64 and Genesis games are coming to Switch Online. You ever know that Switch Online? I don't have a Switch, man. I thought about getting one, though. They look cool. I think I might. You should, man. Me and the wife got one. We played all kinds of shit. Uh, the, the new Mario Racing was well, not new anymore, but uh, when it came out, that was cool. Um, it's all kind of fun shit on that thing, man. They are, they are some cool games. You need to check it out, man. The wife likes it a lot, so it's all. Uh, usually I like it. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. So the rumors of the Nintendo 64 games that are coming to the Switch Online service are Super Mario 64, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Mario Tennis, Yoshi's Story, Star Fox 64, Dr. Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Winback Covert Operations. There are going to be more games. Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask, Banjo, Koozie, Kirby 64, Crystal Shards, Paper Mario, Pokemon Snap, F-Zero X, and Mario Golf. So, should be some cool shit. You know, what, 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 what? What is this, Genesis games coming? What is this about? Ooh. This just said Switch. Oh, no. Genesis games are coming, too. Genesis games? Genesis games. Genesis games? Genesis games. Genesis games? Genesis games. Sweet. Hmm. Which Genesis games? Hold on, let me see. The Genesis games are Rystar, Castlevania, Bloodlines, Contra, Hardcore, Golden Axe, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Echo the Dolphin, Fantasy Star 4, Gunstar Heroes, 
Shining Force, Shinobi 3, oh, Streets of Rage, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Strider, and Musha, or Musha. Not sure how you pronounce that, but uh, I don't know why the hell I didn't read the Genesis part. It says Switch, it says uh, Nintendo 64 and Genesis. So, sorry about that. I guess I'm drunk or some shit. Yeah. So that's cool. Genesis and Nintendo 64. That's pretty cool. And, uh, what? I mean, is there anything else going on? Or? Well, that's, uh, they're going to have the controllers uh, for $50 each. That's pretty cool. You can have an old school Nintendo 64 controller or Genesis as well. So, pretty, I think that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Like I said, I'm going to check out that Switch, man. And some of them games, some of them games on the Switch. You stop that damn singing, man. Shut up. Fuck you. Hmm, let's see. Now, I told you guys I was going to do a review. You going to hang out a little bit, Lucy? Oh, uh, yeah, I might. I might have to go, though, man. Uh, my wife wants to watch a Hallmark movie with me later. Hallmark movie? Hallmark movie? No, I don't know. I'll chill out for a little bit. Oh, stop being a puss. Uh, all right, fuck you. I'll chill for a second. Jeez. I think I'm going to do an, another shoot 'em up bang bang game. Shoot 'em up bang bang? Shoot 'em up bang bang. 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 Bang bang. Bang bang. Bang bang. Bang bang. Bang bang. 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 Being with you is exhausting. Shut up. Shut your ass up. Get on with that shit. What's the game you're going to fucking review? I think we're going to do House of the Dead. Man, it's an old school game. Kind of freaky. Oh, yeah. I remember House of the Dead. That's the show with the gun and uh, killing zombies and all kinds of shit. That's a cool game. It is a cool game, man. So let's get into it, man. House of the Dead, right? This is one of those. Uh, shit, I think they might have had this one at Walmart, too. Definitely in the arcade, Sega Model 2 arcade system with the guns, shooting up fucking zombies and all kinds of shit. It's a first-person light gun shooter arcade game with a horror theme released by Sega in Japan on September 13th, 1996, and later internationally on March 4th, 1997. It is the first game in the House of Dead series. Players assume the role of agents Thomas Rogan and G in their efforts to combat the products of dangerous, inhumane experiments of Dr. Curian, a mad scientist. The House of the Dead has been, along with Resident Evil, credited with popularizing zombie video games as well as re-popularizing popularizing, re-popularizing zombies in wider popular culture from the night, from the late 1990s onward. 
films, leading to renewed interest in zombie films during the 2000s. The House of the Dead has also been credited with, credit, credited with introducing fast-running zombies, which became popular in zombie films and video games created during the 2000s. In April 2021, it was announced that a remake of the game will be released for the Nintendo Switch. Man, all this shit, man. You gotta get a Switch, man. I know. They're remaking everything. I wonder if it's gonna have a gun. That would be cool. It's gotta have a gun, man. Hope it has a gun. That would be stupid as hell without a gun. I know. Uh, we'll see, man. I don't, I don't know if the Switch has a gun. That's, uh... Huh. That's pretty cool. Oh, uh, I'm dead. When I bought my Switch, I didn't... I don't have a... I don't think it does. So, no, I didn't, uh... I did not get one with mine. So, maybe they'll come out with a gun for it. I don't, uh... I don't know, um... Uh, as far as if they're... Hold on, there's one called the Joy... Joy-Con gun. So, there is a gun, it looks like. That you can buy and use with the controllers. I don't know how it works. It looks like a shotgun. Maybe that would be. Maybe that was. Uh, that'll be what you use. I don't know. Maybe it'll be compatible. This damn switch is looking cooler and cooler. Yeah. So, so being a biatch and buy one. Oh, fuck you. The game is said to ha have updated graphics, controls, multiple endings, as well as new playable characters. That's the Dead Remake is being developed by Megapixel Studios and will be published by Forever Entertainment under license from Sega. Getting into the gameplay. We said it was a rail shooter light gun game. They use a light gun. Or a mouse in the PC version. That would suck. The characters use pistols. You, well, the characters' pistols, rather, have uh, magazines which hold six rounds and reload by shooting off the screen. When a player sustains damage or shoots an innocent one point of health, is removed. The continue screen appears when all health is lost. If the player runs out and continues, the game is over. First aid packs are available throughout the game, which restore one point of health. Some can be obtained from rescue hostages, while others are hidden inside breakable objects. Special breakable objects. Special items can be found within other breakables, granting a bonus to the player who shoots them. The player can earn additional health power-ups at the end of each level, based on the number of hostages rescued. Throughout the course of the game, players are faced with numerous situations in which their action or inaction will have an effect on the direction of the gameplay. This is exemplified in the opening stage of the game when a hostage is about to be thrown from the bridge to his death. If the player saves the hostage, they will enter the house directly through the front door. However... If the player fails to rescue the hostage, the character is redirected to an underground route through the sewers. If the player rescues all hostages, a secret room full of lies and bonuses is revealed toward the end of the game. 
players can score additional points by shooting enemies in the head and by rescuing hostages. So the plot of this game. The renowned biochemist and geneticist Dr. Kirian becomes obsessed with discovering the nature of life and death while supported by the DBR Corporation and its own team of scientists. Kirian's behavior comes more erratic and his experience take a gruesome turn. The Kirian mansion in Europe, which serves as his home and laboratory, experiences an outbreak. On September 18th, 1998, AMS agent Thomas Rogan receives a distress call from his fiancée, Sophie Richards, from the Kirian mansion. Rogan and his partner, G, fly to Europe and arrive at the estate, finding it overrun with undead creatures, which Kirian unleashed. A mortally wounded man gives them a journal containing information about Kirian's creations and their weaknesses. Rogan and G reach Sophie, only to witness her being carried away by a gargoyle-like creature called the Hanged Man. They later find Sophie before she is attacked before she is attacked by the chariot, a heavily armored mutant armed with a bardish. After killing the mutant, Rogan and G attend to Sophie, who tells them they must stop Kyrian, or else something terrible will happen before passing out. A furious Rogan goes after the hanged man to the rooftop surrounding the courtyard. After a lengthy battle, Rogan and G shoot it down. The two eventually confront Kyrian, who is protected by an armored spider-like creature called the Hermit, whom they also kill. Arriving at the mansion's laboratory, Kyrian unleashes his masterpiece, the Magician, a humanoid creature with pyrokinetic abilities. However, the Magician refuses to serve any master and mortally wounds his creator. Kyrian expresses his confusion regarding his creation's loyalty before succumbing to his injuries. Rogan and G battle the Magician until it explodes, then leave the mansion. So, there are three different endings, um, with one player sees determined by their score rank. So, and what the developers called the normal ending, Sophie is reanimated and becomes a zombie. What the, develops, uh, what the developers have referred to as the true ending is only seen if the players get the highest rank. Sophie is alive, having survived her injuries. And the third ending... A far view of the mansion is shown, and Sophie is absent, leaving it unknown if she survived or not. So, development of this game started back in December of 1995. Took about a year and three months. None of the development team could speak English, so they arrived at the name The House of the Dead by taking various horror-themed phrases in Japanese and picking the one where English translated text had the most, quote, cool visual without concern for what sort of connotations the phrase might have to English speakers. The team saw people in their 20s and 30s as their target audience and hoped that the game would primarily be experienced as a two-player game. House of the Dead was built on the Virtua Cop game engine that developed... Son of a... The developers 
wanted to have a more complex system of path branches and to have the system impact of the game's story, but eventually realized these ideas were too ambitious to fulfill within the time allotted to make the game. The enemy designs were drafted quickly, going from idea directly to design, drawing without any rough sketches. Anticipating that foreign markets, particularly Germany, would require the violence to be toned down, they built an option for operators to change the color of the game's blood with green, purple, and blue, available in addition to the traditional red. They also cut a female zombie from the game because they felt she looked too much like a normal elderly woman, which could provoke controversy given that the players encouraged you to shoot the zombies. The chariot was animated by using motion capture with Seiya AM4. Wait a minute, that's not right. The, the chariot was animated by using motion capture with an actor wearing wielding a broom. But the other enemies were all animated manually using motion capture for reference only. Sega AM4 designed the game's cabinet using screenshots and illustrations given to them by AM1. In late 1997, Sega confirmed that the work had begun to port this game to Sega Saturn as an early version had been delivered to them. This port was handled by Tantalus Interactive and released in 1998 with the port to Windows by Sega arriving the same year. Extra game moons were added to both ports, which include selectable characters and a boss rush mode. Both the Sega Saturn and PC editions have slightly remixed soundtracks. On Chapter 2, there is a reference to the Space Shuttle Challenger disaster, as the words Challenger go at throttle up, spoken by Richard O'Covey Richard O'Covey from the Mission Control, only seconds before the explosion can be heard three times before the music loops. These words do not appear in the arcade version. A snickering laugh is heard instead. The title and boss themes are reversed on the PC port as well. An all-new updated version made, built from the ground up, was announced for Nintendo Switch. We announced that earlier. It don't say shit about a gun, though. I'm hoping you can use a gun with that game, or else. Why the fuck would you? That's stupid. Wait, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Your wife is uh, saying shit. All right, Lucy B. We'll see you, man. See you, bud. That's Lucy P. Courtesy of the West Dolomite University. All right. Anyway, so we talked about the ports. Nintendo Switch release, or it's going to be happening. I don't think there was an official release. The House of the Dead came in two cabinet formats, both upright. One with a 50-inch monitor and another one with a 29-inch monitor. So in Japan, the game... Um, Game Machine listed House of the Dead on their May 1st, 1997 issue as being the second most successful dedicated arcade game of the month. The arcade version of House of the Dead received positive reviews upon release. Next Generation reviewed the arcade version of the game, rating it four stars out of five. 
Overall, this is an excellent take on the light gun genre, a sheer bloody scream. The review praised the branching levels, the story, creature design, graphics, destructible environments, 4.5, all game. Pretty high with those guys. Um, so, and I know they did a lot of movies. I think they did some movies with this. And, uh spawned a bunch of shit too so i like the game i thought the game was cool but i didn't really uh i didn't get into any of the movies or any uh any other kind of shit like that any offshoots as far as the game goes out of five i give it a three out of five it's fun but it's not that damn fun it's cool shooting up shit gotta be the arcade version with the gun i don't know about this nintendo switch port could be cool but has to have a gun. And it looks like they do have a gun. So I don't know. I guess you can use this. You should be able to use it with uh, the that game. I don't know. I'm not for sure. But I would think you could. Because that would be dumb. If you couldn't. So. Three out of five. Three out of five. That's what it gets folks. Alright. So. Kind of a low-key show. Just cooling out. Giving you some... Giving you a review on This House of the Dead. Which is average. I would say still on the fun side, but... Nothing to write home about, obviously. So we will be back the Monday show, 9 o'clock. And... Um, that'll be good... Still going to be working on this Dreamcast pie. It's a pain in the ass. I might just stop updating you because <laughs> until something really fucking, until I actually get online, maybe. So it won't be annoying. Don't know what I mean? But anyway, go ahead and get to grantmills.podbean.com. Follow us. Get a follow, subscription, whatever. Follow us. Throw us something if you want. Well, like I said, we'll be back on Monday. Breezy, Lucy B. Everybody has a podcast, podcast. One day edition. Tune in. So we hope to see you then. I hope everybody has a good weekend. Play some games. Hang out with your friends. Watch football. Because I will be watching football. I'm watching football right now. Not a very well. Carolina and the Texans. Texans losing. And they probably will lose. Anyway. Everybody have a great weekend. See you back on Monday and smoke it out.
Everybody has a podcast.